This is a Socialist News and Views special interview. I'm Nick Schillingford coming to you from the Urban Cabin Studios in South Minneapolis with this special interview. Last time we spoke with Daniel Wolpert about Christian nationalism. Uh, we had some technical difficulties with part of that interview, so we released the first part as part one. And then we had Daniel back to talk a little bit more about that topic, and I want to go straight to the interview. We will link to the first part of the interview in the show notes. I definitely encourage everyone to go back and listen to part one before they check out part two on Christian nationalism. Let's go to the interview. You want to just tell people who you are again? Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, Daniel Wolpert, and I'm a student of the spiritual life, and I direct the Minnesota Institute of Contemplation and Healing, uh, where we do work focused in spiritual life and leadership, healing, and the arts. And I'm really happy to be here again today. Fantastic. Yeah, we were um, we were talking last time about Christian nationalism. We talked some about, you know, where we were and that, you know, the history of Christian nationalism in the U.S. is not anything new. Um, we were talking specifically about a Facebook post I had seen of yours. And um, in the post, you wrote that, quote, if we wish for something different, we must realize that for many, that means a complete reorientation of our country. And we know how people love change, end quote. You know, what change and reorientation needs to take place in your estimate, uh, you know, in the United States? And do you think we can make that change? And how do we do that? Right. Yeah, so just uh, a small couple of questions there. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, when when we're talking about uh, about this within the context of religion and uh, this alignment of God and country that so many people, uh, particularly in the Midwestern part of the country, have been used to. Uh, I think we're looking at, at a couple of different things. I mean, one is that uh, can we begin to recognize that our spiritual life and you know, I would say this is certainly true of Jesus' teachings, but I would say that it's also true, really, of any spiritual tradition, uh, that really those, those traditions are calling us to a life that is not aligned with empire and with nationalism. And so it's, it really is uh, uh, allowing ourselves to recognize that these traditions call us uh, in many ways, to to actively work against some of the uh, trends of empire, which have to do with uh, oppression, marginalization of other groups, uh, often militarism, uh, often uh, creating economic systems that uh, keep groups of people in poverty. Uh, and so as we embrace those spiritual traditions, we, we really come to a stance that is fundamentally anti-empire uh, or anti that kind of uh, nationalism. Now, you know, can these uh, 
changes happen? What are we going to need to do? Well, I think one thing is to recognize that that all empires ultimately crumble under their own weight. Uh, this is a, a absolutely verifiable throughout history. Um, and in many ways, I would say that the American empire uh, has begun that process. And now how long that takes, you know, well, it could be literally hundreds of years, uh, although with the way things are going with the climate crisis, that may accelerate that timeline. But um, uh, but this happens naturally. We don't have to do anything. I mean, that, that empires, because they uh, hoard and accumulate and oppress more and more people, and because fewer and fewer people at the top uh, accumulate more and more wealth, uh, eventually that's, that's just not a sustainable situation, and so they collapse. Um, so in some ways, we don't have to do anything uh, to make that happen. Uh, but then I do think that for all of us in our communities with people that we uh, are close to and, and are in community with, you know, we can begin living different ways of life. And I think that uh, uh, that can happen in small ways. That can happen in big ways. You know, before we got on, uh, you and I were talking about this vote uh, for the nurses strike. Uh, and I think that something like that is fundamentally uh, a, trying to create a new way of being in the world uh, where people are treated uh, justly and fairly. And so there's a lot that we can do uh, and how much uh, effect each of those actions will have. Well, we don't really know, but we, we do them anyway. Right. You know, and last time I asked, um, you know, can we actually connect with many of these people, um, you know, or are they too far off living in their own reality? That was part of the um, portion where we had a technical difficulty. And you had kind of asked a question back to me then about, um, you know, what do we mean by connect? Are we, you know, are we talking about changing their opinions or are we talking about, you know, connecting with them as a human being? And I thought about it a little bit more since then, since I knew we were going to be talking again. And I just, you know, I thought of it more as, you know, kind of somewhere between those two, actually, like, um, you know, obviously, I think we should try to, you know, we should be treating everybody like a human being and connecting with them on a human level. And I don't necessarily think that we're going to uh, exactly convince people of our way of seeing things or our perspectives. But do you think that, um, you know, there's ways that we can find, um, you know, common ground or that we can build something, <laughs> you know, like you were mentioning, community? out of the situation where we, where we find ourselves right now, even with people that, you know, espouse certain elements of the beliefs associated with Christian nationalism? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that we can. I, I think that, and, and, you know, just as uh, I told some of the stories of my experience of being in, in rural Minnesota uh, as, as a jumping off point for this, you know, I think of a lot of my experiences in that same place uh, relative to this question that you're talking about, that, uh, you know, one of the things about a small town, uh, well, anywhere, uh, now we're talking about America, but I think it's true anywhere. One of the things about small communities is that 
you know, you can't you can't escape each other, right? You you can't uh, kind of retreat into your own little world and you know fire pot shots at each other online. Um, right. You know, you see each other in the grocery store. Your kids are in school together. Uh, you know, there, if there's some community crisis, you're you're working right next to each other. Uh, and and I, what my experience with all of that is, is that is that oftentimes some of these bigger uh, either concepts or bigger political realities kind of fade into the background uh, relative to regular life. And, you know, I've, I've had many, many experiences of, uh, of sharing life with folks who, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, our sociopolitical views were quite different. But over time, because we interacted with each other and because there clearly was uh, some mutual caring or at least mutual willingness to uh, be decent to each other in public, right. um, uh, you know, I do think I do think that people's views shift. And and I had a lot of examples of that. And, uh, you know, one of the things about uh, the way that um you know, some of these, uh, uh, you know, brainwashing kind of propaganda systems work is that, you know, they, they feed people a lot of stuff that is very unexamined. And, you know, when people have some space to interact with each other and to actually think and talk and, and share their views, um, you know, my experience is that in many ways, uh, people's overall views about what's important in life and what they want and need uh, are really remarkably similar. And uh, when we can begin to connect on that kind of level, uh, I think that, uh, that we find that uh, we, we are able to, uh, to connect in a positive way. Um, and again, what effect that has on these larger systems over time well, I, you know, I don't know, but uh, but I certainly think it can have a, a good impact on on a small scale. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you talking with me a little bit more. Is there anything else you want to share about Christian nationalism or U.S. society or your you know personal experiences? Uh, no, I think we've uh, we've done a, a good job uh, beginning to cover the topic. Uh, I think it's a very important. Uh, issue. Uh, how is it that, that religion uh, aligns itself uh, with uh, with government, with empire? Uh, so I, I hope it's something that people uh, continue to explore and, and pay attention to. Yeah, I think it's super important. And thanks again for talking with me. Great. You're very welcome, Nick. Thanks. It's been great. Take care. Bye. This has been a Socialist News and Views special interview.